Are you satisfied with your understanding of sustainability? If not, like me, imagine a journey together, a pluralistic one, with innovators, startup, academia, NGO, all together looking for solution to the greatest challenge of our time. I'm Samuele Tini, and this is the Sustainability Journey. Welcome to another episode, and today we are going to discuss technology and sustainability, and we are doing with a leader and an expert of both fields. I'm really pleased to have here Tim Frick, who is the founder of MightyBytes. Thank you, Tim, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Tim, it's really interesting. You are a pioneer in the field of sustainability, a pioneer on the B Corp movement, and you have done also a pioneer in sustainability in tech. But before going there, I would like to ask a bit, uh, what is your journey in sustainability in tech? Uh, a bit of your background. I started up my company in 1998, so the, it was early days of the internet. And uh, I'd, I'd had a few you know, tech jobs in the 90s. Um, and what I saw happening a lot in the internet in those early days was that lots of money was getting funneled to you know, lots of not so great ideas, not necessarily ideas that shared my values. It was really grow, grow, grow you know, build, build, build. And, and I was seeing a lot of purpose-driven organizations and mission-driven entities like nonprofits, charities. We didn't even use the word social enterprise back, back in those days. Um, but I was seeing a lot of these kind of purpose-driven organizations getting left behind. They were getting left behind on the education in tech, like the, their, their knowledge of tech was starting, especially the nonprofits were starting to be several years behind what kind of business practices were at that time. And also they weren't necessarily getting funding for projects that, that were tech related. That was too emergent uh, at the time. And so I wanted to help those organizations. And so I founded Mighty Bytes with the purpose of working with mission-driven organizations to help them find success using the internet. And to some variation, for the last 25 years, we've been doing exactly that. The tools that we've used have changed, the clients that we've worked with have changed, but generally the idea was to help mission-driven organizations find success using the internet. Now in 2011, the company became a certified B Corp um, and that's where we really started standardizing a lot of the things that we were doing kind of instinctually. You know, we were wanting to work with mission-driven nonprofits uh, and, you know, help those organizations, but we didn't really have a lot of policies and practices in place for sustainability and governance and kind of figuring out how best to serve our stakeholders. Um, and so, you know, the B Corp framework really helped us kind of advance that. And so we really, at that time, started folding sustainability principles into everything that we do, including the tech that we build. And when it comes to sustainability, you know, we aren't just focused necessarily on like, I look at a sustainability as kind of an ESG thing and environment social and governance. Um, and, and so I want to look more holistically at sustainability in, in tech. A lot of the environmental impact is on electricity. Um, and for sustainability and, and electricity use, but you know, there's also a lot of social impact work uh, in tech that needs to be addressed. And if you're truly trying to create a more sustainable future, you need to be focusing on accessibility issues, inclusion issues, all of that stuff alongside environmental impact. So you know, we've really taken that to heart as a digital agency. We build digital products and services for our clients, um, and we apply sustainability principles on a broader level. Um, you know, the kind of true triple bottom line of people, planet, you know, and prosperity uh, to everything that we do. Here we are 25 years, years later, still doing it. <laughs> and wonderfully do, I might say, 
And I want to dig a bit deeper in the two concepts we have discussed. The first one, the sustainability in tech, how to be green and how to work there. And then we will go to the diversity and inclusion. I think in the last year has, has really also come across uh, very strongly in the field. And I want to ask you I mean, a bit of the sustainability in tech, some insights, and we know the work that you have pioneered in there. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, as I mentioned, we became a B Corp in 2011, and that kind of just opened our eyes to all kinds of different things that we might be able to do better as, as a business. And sustainability was one of those. You know, We had uh, gone through like a green office certification prior to being a B Corp. Um, but that was really about, you know, kind of general green office practices like, you know, low flow toilets and LED light bulbs and that kind of stuff. As a tech company, a company that builds the internet for a living, you know, we were also at that time starting to learn about a lot of reports that were coming out about the environmental impact of the internet. There's, you know, over 5 billion people on the internet these days, as of, I think, as of April of, of this year, there are over 5 billion people, which is like 63% of the global population uses the internet every day. So, you know, you can imagine the amount of electricity that's required to do that. Every single website, mobile app, you know, text message, anything that, you know, requires the internet to function uses electricity. And most of that electricity doesn't come yet from renewable sources. So, you know, efficiency is the name of the game, reducing waste is the name of the game, figuring out how to do these things more sustainably um, is, is really where we as a digital agency started to try to focus. And so we identified, you know, elements in our process uh, of, of, of building a digital product, you know, there's project management, there's user experience design, there's web development, every single one of these, there's a touch point on inclusion and touch point on, on sustainability and energy use. And so we kind of revamped our process to essentially follow these practices. And in 2013, we built a tool called EcoGrader, um, which is just a, it's a simple little thing where you can pull a, put a URL in and, and get a report back on the sustainability of, of your digital product, whether that's a website or, or whatever. And so, you know, we did that. And I think this touches on the inclusion uh, thing that you're about to ask, because most people didn't understand this. And so education and awareness is a really big component of, of all the things that we do as Mighty Bytes, but also as part of this digital sustainability, um, because it is still, even in 2022, still nascent and emergent. Um, it's really important to have freely accessible resources and tools. And so EcoGrader was one of them. We also collaborated with our friends at Whole Grain Digital, which is another B Corp in London, on a tool called sustainablewebdesign.org. And that's just an educational resource, kind of helps web designers and developers and website owners understand what the best practices are in, in you know, tech and sustainability. Um, and it's not super comprehensive. We're, we're building it out to be more comprehensive, but the idea is that anybody can go there and get a general overview of sustainability principles and how they apply to the internet. Very interesting, Tim. And I think we will put also in the episodes, the links to EcoGrader and uh, the sustainability web design, because there are important tools on how to create, as you said, awareness and education. And this leads to the inclusion, you know, and you are doing also pioneer work as you have done in, that, in your sector for the sustainability, even to foster diversity and inclusion. I want to ask, why is so important? We envision, you know, as, as a tech company that's been, you know, again, helping mission-driven organizations find success using the internet, you know, we want that to be available and accessible to everyone. Um, and that includes, you know, people from all walks of life, people from all economic backgrounds, people, you know, all kinds of people. And, and I think it's, 
you know, historically, tech especially has been the domain of the white male. And I am a white male, um, but I, I think that it's time for us to, you know, we have to share the wealth of technology that is available to us to, with everybody and create equitable solutions that are inclusive and, you know, equitable companies that are inclusive, equitable products and services. On the products and services side, what Mighty Bytes does is, uh, you know, we prioritize in addition to sustainability, we prioritize accessibility um, so that, you know, anything that we built, we build uh, can be, you know, viewed by or, or experienced by people with disabilities using assistive technologies. Um, you know, we really try to incorporate this idea of inclusion and, and asking ourselves who's not at the table, who's not represented here into everything that we do, you know, and, and that's really a, a key and critical component. The other side of that is that, you know, when people are not included in, in digital products and services, a lot of, you know, un, unintended consequences occur, you know, um, and people can't access really relative information. You know, sometimes that can be a life or death occurrence, you know, if you're talking about, you know, access to information and you know, public health care and that kind of thing. So I think, you know, there's a number of, of issues related to diversity and inclusion and, and uh, you know, Jedi justice, equity, diversity, inclusion that need to be, you know, kind of flown into everything that a business does. And as a digital agency, you know, that takes its own form, as I mentioned, with accessibility. Um, and we view that as kind of part of the bigger picture of sustainability as well. I really like what you said, talking and thinking about the people that are not at the table. That is crucial in any efficient and sustainable and inclusive web design. And I want to, to discuss now about the diversity and especially to factor that a bit overlooked, especially for some marginalized community. And Mighty Bytes, again, as I say, is a pioneer and also is, is an LGBT certified business. So how we can foster diversity, also include people in LGBT people in tech. Yeah, I think in order to answer that, I feel like I kind of need to go back a little bit. And as a gay man, I came out in the age of AIDS in the 1980s. And, you know, that was a really tough time to, to do that. And at that time, I saw these big kind of oppressive systems fail entire communities. You know, there were people living with HIV, you know, all over the place. And the systems that are supposed to be there to support us and, you know, help us were, were failing entire communities. And so seeing that firsthand and kind of seeing, you know, these communities being completely neglected and, you know, these marginalized communities, you know, it really left an impression on me as we got into the 90s and I got old enough to start, you know, my own business and, and that kind of thing. Now, you know, I've, I've never, as a business leader, I've never necessarily led with my, you know, sexual orientation or anything like that. Um, however, I do feel it's important that we all represent our own truth, our own truth and our own stories. And so for me, you know, making Mighty Bytes an LGBT certified business enterprise uh, was just a natural part of, it's part of who we are. Inclusion is built into what we do and who we are and, and kind of the mindset in the, in the company as well as my own personal mindset. And so that just was really important. It's a journey that took me a long while to get to. We didn't become an LGBT uh, enterprise until 2017, 2016. Uh, it was not a thing that I just, I didn't feel like we needed to differentiate ourselves that way um, at the time. But, you know, I, I gave, I did some soul searching and really thought about it. And, and I wanted Mighty Bites to be a place where people could feel like they could bring their whole selves to, to work and to, to be whoever they are. Um, and so that was a really important part for me uh, as, as part of the business is just to identify as that. And I really like what you say, you know, a place where people can identify the old self. And this is something that it's really important how to foster 
and to break barriers that uh, in some in some areas some even some geographies they are still holding back people that they are diverse and they are feel like threatened and minority and in some country even jade so for their orientation we have talked about sustainability we have talked about the diversity the inclusion and then i think the summary and the tool that really helped you also you know as you said at the beginning standardized and realized and how to align was the b corp certification as you know in the focus we had many b corp certified also you know we are, you are friends of b corp so i want to to share a bit the importance and benefit of being a b corp certified business especially in the tech because that is also something a, a peculiar sector i read this great post the other day um about uh you know the b corp community currently globally is growing rapidly which is very inspiring and very exciting to those of us who have been in it for a long time and this post that i read it was from another veteran b corp and and a lot of people were asking him what's in it for me what is the b corp you know certification have for me and 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 that's not really the right question to ask i mean the question is how can i help others and what can my company do for you know we have a lot of big wicked problems on our hands right now and they need you know systems level change and so you know by banding together organizations banding together in community to address some of these problems like climate change and and equity and and all all these things we are able to bring you know create collective change and collective impact around those things and so um you know it is it might be an instinctive kind of knee jerk reaction to be like you know b corp certification i might want that cuz that might be good for my business that's not necessarily it could be for sure and and i think the benefits and values of mighty bites have have actually you know born fruit over the years of of our b corp we've certified five times and and you know remain a, a passionate uh, part of the community and are excited about being a part of that um but really you know we're asking ourselves like what is it that we can do to support our stakeholders i mean that's really at the end of the day what it's all about you know your customers your workers your communities that you're in what is it that your business can do to to help advance them and help everybody thrive and i think that last part helping everybody thrive is really the the key component to it but in terms of you know the advantages that mighty bites gets out of it specifically when we first certified it was still pretty early on as i think the first b corps uh, came into the world in 2007 we were there in 2011 i think we were number 9 in the state of illinois in the us and number 400 like 30 35 overall um and now we're in a community of over 5000 b corps um so we were early adopters of this so when we would put that you know b in a circle the logo the certified b corp logo on our website and stuff people didn't really necessarily know what that meant um you know that's changed there's definitely people see the the b corp stamp on our logo and our branding materials and they understand it and you know also to be frank we don't shut up about it either we're we're really like very a uh, vocal and and you know being part of the b corp community is part of how we tell our story so you know that helps us align ourselves with our stakeholders you know and and align ourselves with like-minded people you know when i first attended the very first b corp champions retreat um uh, after we became a b corp you know i realized i had kind of found my community it was really a you know a like-minded community of business leaders who wanted to make a positive change in the world and that was exciting to me and it was really rewarding to see that and also you know to have a tool to do that i think you know there's a lot of biz business groups out there that are interested in creating positive change the b impact assessment is a really great tool to use for kind of benchmarking your performance against standards and and improving yourself over time 
And I think that's really, really a, an important distinction of the B Corp community versus, say, you know, some of these other other groups that are, are focused on, on, you know, doing good business. The holistic nature is what that distinctive advantage for, for the movement. And we are really seeing history of trans- transformation or, and in pioneering the sector that are really focusing on what you said, you know, the people, the planet and, the pro- and also the profit to foster and do what is business for good. As you know, we are approaching the end. And I think from the audience, we have discussed, we have touched a lot. I want to you to ask maybe some practical points, some advice for company that on how to act on what we have discussed, also from your experience. To me, the biggest lesson learned is always to take baby steps, do what you can and do what your resources will allow. When we became a B Corp, we were super excited about it and dove in headfirst into it and may have overextended ourselves in those early early first year or two. Um, and so, you know, with digital sustainability, with being a B Corp, you know, with creating an impact business model, with understanding your stakeholders, you know, there are small steps or low hanging fruit that you can deal with or, you know, work towards, you know, and at, at every step. And so identifying what that low hanging fruit is and what are the things that you can do today that are within your resources is really helpful. And then, you know, dovetailing that with a long-term plan and a long-term strategy to say, all right, you know, we have a baseline. This is where we're at today. Where do we want to be in a year, in five years, in 10 years, and, and understanding what are the things you need to do within the resources that you have at your disposal to reach those goals? For me, that's been the biggest, it's, it's an educational learning journey. It never ends. And uh, that's part of the excitement about it for me. People are looking at the B Corp assessment as something, as a set it and forget it kind of thing. They're probably looking at it the wrong way. The other thing is that there's probably, you know, to that end, there's probably areas within your business model currently that could be tweaked a little bit to create more impact. So, you know, we, as I mentioned earlier, Mighty Bytes builds websites for a living. We build digital products for our clients. You know, there were some things that we could do, you know, pretty quickly by training our team on accessibility, for instance. And so making sure that as a default, all of the websites that we build are accessible for people with disabilities. All of the websites that we build are, you know, lighter, leaner, efficient, and powered by renewable energy. Those kinds of things are just now built into the company's business model. They're part of our DNA and part of who we are, you know, and we started by just making a couple, you know, little tweaks here and there saying, hey, you know, maybe we need to get up to more up to speed on this, that, or the other thing. And, and I think that anybody uh, can, t- if they can take that approach, uh, they're, they're going to be more successful long-term. Thank you so much, Tim. And then it's really interesting what you said and the importance of Mighty Bytes and the work that he has done. Because as you say, doing a tweak here and there, and it's really helped you achieve the objective. So if this is a very actionable point. Sometimes some people, they can be overwhelmed by, oh, what I'm going to do. But exactly as you said, a bit here and there, Tim, it helped you also become more sustainable and work. What is your message that you want to leave for the people that are listening to us? Understanding who your business's stakeholders, not just in our community, in the, in the user experience and web community, um, you know, we tend to be hyper-focused on customers and that's really important. Obviously, customer-focused organizations have the potential to be much more successful long-term. 
Um, but their customers are not the only stakeholder in your ecosystem. And so kind of understanding what's in that ecosystem, who's in it, who's, who's the primary player, who are the secondary players on, on stakeholder mapping. And just kind of, it's a workshop exercise that we go through to help uh, our, ourselves as well as our clients understand who our stakeholders are and, you know, what value they get out of their relationship with, with Mighty Bytes. And, and that's a really, I think it's a really important thing. I think it's often an overlooked thing when especially with smaller companies with larger companies they have to you know do materiality assessments and and you know kind of some of these these bigger things especially if they're public companies um smaller organizations of which the b corp community is you know primarily made up of a lot of small businesses they might not you know think about this in in, in ways and that's why the b impact assessment is so eye-opening um because it really helps you understand, you know, your workers, your customers, your community, you know, the, the environment, all of the stakeholders of the, in your business and helps you better understand how to serve them. Tim, I have no word to thank you. I think you have given us a wonderful, wonderful uh, episode with a lot of insights. And thank you for uh, sharing, you know, the resources. We, I will put also in the description of the episode for the people that are listening to go through and go even deeper and understand also more about Mighty Bytes and the approach and, and the work. And also how maybe to grade and to see how to, to, to help make more sustainable websites. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here. And, and if I can ever help you with anything, please let me know. Perfect. Are you satisfied after this wonderful episode? Let's continue together our sustainability journey.